that's right. Just getting comfortable. Don't judge the farting sounds. Ooh, and squeaking. <laughs> God. All right, so uh, we're here to watch New Mutants. Hell yeah. We have the theater to ourselves because of the COVID. Um, we got our popcorns, we got our drinks, we got snacks. We're ready to go. It any, is a trip. Any anticipating? Why do I still have something? <laughs> any anticipation for what's going to happen? Oh, I'm fucking excited. I, Did I you watch all the other uh, X-Men's? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, no. What one did I miss? I missed one of them. Dark Phoenix. That's the one I haven't seen I haven't yet. seen that one either. No. So I'm excited. I didn't realize that this was supposed to be a trilogy initially. Yeah. <laughs> and then they decided this is the final of the films. <laughs> I was supposed to do reshoots once BioWars happened too, and they scrapped all the reshoots. I think Disney was just like, let's just, just get it out there. It's it's overdue. We don't care about this. We didn't produce oh, it. Of course. <laughs> but I'm still kind of excited for it. Oh. I don't, I'm not convinced I watched all of the new mutant, I mean, uh, the new class ones. You know, like the younger mm -hmm. version of them. I watched all the older ones. Well, I don't the think two, they hold didn't up. They? Oh, the, did they? Well, they had two, well, three with Dark Phoenix, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Well, they did the crossover with Future Past, though. Yeah. Did that count? Yeah, that was pretty I did good. see that one. That was good. All right. Well, either way, it's going to start here in about three hours. We got here a little bit early. Yeah. So we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> Brain. We can get out of this together. This place is designed to keep us inside. He's right. It's Martin. So am I. Alright, so we just got out of New Mutants. What'd you think? Pretty fucking good. Thank you. Very, also, I don't look like a douche. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly good, right? I mean, it it got such bad reviews. I think it's like a 30-some-odd percent rotten. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's On Rotten Tomatoes, up. which blows 30, my mind. 33 is... Yeah, 33% with a 54% audience score. Then IMDb gives it 5.6 out of 10 stars. Which I think is asinine. Yeah. Like, really, I think all of it just boils down to the fact that people expect a certain thing with superhero movies. Yeah. Where it's just bright colors, flashy, happy things, and just... Like, this wasn't. This, if you liked Venom, this is fucking right up your alley. It was just dark. It was a horror movie. It was fun as shit. That's the other part of it. Is it like... It led in saying that it was going to be a horror film, and mm -hmm. I didn't get it like straight horror. There were frightening moments mm -hmm. for the characters, but as as like us who like sort of eat and breathe horror, it's not along those lines. No, there's definitely some scary ideas and stuff like that, and I think maybe that's why, because it did sell itself as a superhero horror, mm -hmm. maybe because it wasn't a pure superhero and it wasn't a pure horror that it suffered because of that, maybe. It might be that. I just, I don't know. I think just people got shit attitudes. <laughs> That's really what it was. Especially, yeah. like, if you know anything about, um, like, these specific superheroes. Like, this is an origin story. This is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, the second I saw Loki turn into the actual dragon, I lost my shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I don't even know who it? that is. Like, watching this, that's actually one of the things I really appreciated about this, is that I knew none of the mm -hmm. characters, I knew not any, I had no expectation of, of a comic or anything like that, just going into it not knowing anything, and just being pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That's kind of what I like the best about it. 
So, um, do, do you want to read the log line? Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and take this, check this out. So, log line is as follows. Five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will. Fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. So, it's... I don't know, I feel like that, that leaves out like the real actual subplot or the sub-story because the entire setting is that they're taken at the moment that their mutant powers manifest or right before they're manifesting. Um, and it's sort of, they're led to believe, though it's never explicitly stated, that this is a staging ground mm. before they can go into Xavier's school. And so they all kind of believe that's what they're there for. Um, and there's one orderly who's like their orderly doctor, mm. prison guard, you know, whatever. And she's taking orders from what she calls um, her uh, superiors. Superiors, thank you. Very specific wording. And they're the whole time just complete. It, it's see when I was um, when I was in high school, I had anger issues, and I almost killed my brother. And so my parents put me in a hospital, like to learn how to manage my emotions and stuff like that. It was like a real traumatic experience for me. This facility reminded me of my experience in there Oops. where you have these weird like therapy group sessions with a bunch of complete strangers who you don't know anything about them and you're supposed to share some of your most intimate feelings with complete fucking strangers in order to somehow work through it and you didn't like there's levels of freedom never really real freedom but there's levels of freedom in the hospital that you can sort of unlock by participating and you get you know little liberties like you can play a song that you like to play and stuff like that. That's kind of what they're doing in here. They're always led to believe that the more they participate, the the quicker they're gonna be able to leave, though none of them have ever seen anyone leave. And it never really alludes to who's been in there the longest, how yeah. long they've actually been in there. So it, it really very much does seem like this is just a prison cell from the viewer's perspective. Yeah. And these kids are just being abjectly lied to, which isn't really far from the truth. No, <laughs> not not a, not even a little bit. They're being bred as killers. Yeah. To go to the next facility to become brainwashed killers. So there's a, a moment in this where um, they discover through um, the main actors uh, or actresses, uh, the main protagonist and ultimately villain, um, Doctor Ray's. Well, no, the the girl. Oh, oh, oh never mind. Moon, yeah, she is the villain. Uh, yeah, Moon Shadow, uh, Moon. Danielle Moonstar. Moonstar. So Danielle Moonstar, she doesn't know what her powers are um, or really how to manifest them at all, but she is affecting everyone else um, through her powers. And she has this vision about another facility while she's um, undergoing treatment with her doctor. And she sees uh, a scene that looks like it was straight up pulled out of Logan. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go watch it again because it, it had to have been like they had to use footage from the original, like the other films. Yeah. It was this um, hospital scenario where there's a bunch of kids being trained to fight, essentially, you know, like we saw in Logan. Um, so we immediately know what, oh shit, this isn't training to be X-Men. This is <laughs> yeah. training to be X-Men hunters or something, or just straight up murderers, in which it kind of overtly states. Mm -hmm. um, th what did you think about uh, the dynamic uh, it was very kind of breakfast club. Yep. 
the very much breakfast club especially the breakfast club dance scene after they drug the doctor <laughs> like that's the first thing i thought i started right. laughing my ass off yeah <laughs> yeah that. fucking eyeball just wearing a mask no because i'm not oh neither is her fucking daughter <laughs> she is she was well, she wasn't wearing a fucking mask oh really no it's on right now uh, whatever anyway it's clearly we're outside we're not around anyone else and uh so yeah. so that you guys can hear me <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> wear my mask okay that being said um did you think that they it was a good dynamic that they had the oh back and absolutely forth? like i mean it, it was exactly what you need uh just like the different characters to you know be like you got the nice one you got the one that's been there for fucking ever that's angry <laughs> you got the one that you don't know why the fuck they're there until the end like it's just like it it covered the entire spectrum of what you would ex i would imagine you would experience in a scenario like that yeah um the only one that i didn't feel like they never really meshed until like literally the very final conflict and i feel like in an environment like that you do end up meshing a lot sooner because the only people you have on your side it is very much you against the establishment so the only people that you have on your side are the other people there yeah, yeah. and so like Maisie williams character who's like turns into a wolf she immediately connects with moonstar rain sinclair rain sinclair thank you she immediately connects with moonstar but it's because she just likes her. She like wants, she's DTF. What did you think about that? Because in a lot of films nowadays, they're sort of hand fisting this idea of, no, we're gonna have lesbians, like the lesbian See, kiss okay. at the end of Star Wars or. That was forced. This, yeah. They had her, like, just chemistry from the yep. get go. Like, it wasn't forced down your throat. Like, it seemed like, oh, of course that's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, it, that's. It just seemed like a natural fucking thing, like a natural progression. So I, I mean, I bought it. I was fine with it. Yeah, I totally bought into it too. It, it wasn't something that I thought, because we're so used to it being hand-fisted to us, mm -hmm. this was a very nice, subtle way. It what, like there was, the, you know, this sort of um, romantic connection between them, mm -hmm. and then there was an eluded romantic connection between another two characters, which ended up just being a nightmare scenario. <laughs> yeah. But. The fact that you're you're in these you're in this situation and not only is it like us versus them you immediately find connection with each other that's in it like when i was in the hospital i immediately connected with two other girls mm -hmm. and i ended up seeing one after we both got out because you do you find that whatever it is like everything else is stripped away from you you have no sense of who you are except for literally the core of who you actually are um and so there there's an immediate connection with that and so i like how they portrayed it in this where they, there was this semblance of where they came from. Mm -hmm. um, the characters themselves were able to get beyond that and, and realize who they were at their core, despite where they came from. Yeah. And so you had this guy from Brazil, I think it was, who was from a very wealthy family, yeah. um, who uh, never even wanted to talk about his powers at all. Um, you had uh, another guy who was from Kentucky, a mining town, who, accidentally murdered his entire family or his dad and all the other yeah. workers there in the mines because he got claustrophobic and lost control of his powers um and they immediately connected just as two friends probably because they're 
the only two fucking guys there. Yeah, which, yeah I think it kind of got to at that point. Yeah. Um, and then the three girls, there was uh, Maisie's character, the dog, uh, the wolf changeling. There was the main protagonist who had psychic ability to tap into your fears. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was, um, she had like the psychic power of... Yeah, I'm, um, I'm drawing a blank on uh, her actual character name. Yeah. Um, but well, she, okay, so the character name is... Uh, uh, Iana Rasputin, but I can't remember what her X-Men Superhero name, was. name, yeah. yeah. Um, but she was the only one that maintained this sense of uh, standoffishness mm -hmm. and sort of isolating herself from everyone else. And I, I kind of think it's because she suffered more immediate trauma than anyone else. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, with everybody like the fire dude, he burned his girlfriend. Yeah, that, that's pretty traumatic. That sucks. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking kid. Who hasn't in I high mean, school? It, you do what you gotta do. But with her, it was it was a prolonged abuse, like so long that she built this, um, you know, world outside of the world to protect herself from herself. It just makes sense, you know, her being the most abused and shit, that she would be the one that's so standoffish, not wanting to let anybody in. Yeah. I, as much as I didn't like her accent, I feel like it was. You know uh, what it reminded me? It fucking straight up reminded me of The Witch. It was like, you, you knew she was going for a Russian-esque accent. Right. But if you put that next to The Witch, you got like that, you know, old New English accent. Right. Huh. It's like, I don't, like, she's a great actor. I didn't but, realize uh, that was her. What? Yeah. I never put Damn. that together oh, until yeah. you just mentioned yeah, Witch. No, that's The Witch. Holy shit. That's why I was excited to fucking I see I like her movie. more now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that was the only thing that sort of like held me off a little bit. I like that Maisie went to her, you know, home Ireland or UK and yeah. pulled a little bit of like almost Scottish, a little bit of, you know, like Southern Scottish out there, out of it because she is from UK. She mm. has an accent. She's not American. Um, as we're all led to believe, they're all liars. Such a fucking liars. <laughs> but. So you're trying to infiltrate our country, take our job. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love the, the, the group dynamic that ultimately developed. Mm -hmm. um, what about the setting? Because, again, it was a straight-up worn-down motherfucking oh, hospital. So goddamn awesome. <laughs> Just dirty as shit. Um, do you think it's realistic to have mutants who are unstable being overseen by one person? Given the context, like, that they're being conditioned for that company, yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Especially given that, um, like, her powers, like, the doctor's powers, or, you know, she can create force fields and shit. Like, she has one that's going constantly around the facility. Like, yeah, she's the only person there, but does anybody else need to be there? Yeah. Like, we see at the end when she envelops all of them and she's suffocating them as she's dying. Like, I mean, clearly... She didn't need anybody else there. That's true. She, she was very, very powerful. Mm. And the facility itself was so high tech mm -hmm. that uh, even if they did get out, they couldn't really get out. Yeah. They were very much isolated and trapped. Well, and it even shows like how little they know of it. Like they understand they're being constantly monitored and how high tech it is, mm -hmm. but they believe there's spots where there's no, like she can't see them. And you know, that's when we get the whole attic scene when they're you know telling the truth about each other and shit. Yeah. So, um, 
Let's let's name the the director instead of right, the writer. So this one was. Um, so it was written and directed by Josh Boone. Um, the other writer was Nat Lee. Uh, had a budget of 67 to 80 million, um, with box office of 2.3, which realistically, like, that's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was a very small film. Office, it's well, not only that, but it's like they're doing a fucking theatrical release because uh, box office only counts theatrical. Like, they're not going off VOD anything like that. So it's literally just brick and mortar buildings. Um, so the fact that it made that in a three-day span during a fucking global pandemic, <laughs> I think is pretty damn amazing. Um, it is. Plus, yeah. I mean, with VOD, like the back end on that, you know, you got your uh, your game day, your ultra VOD, which came out before this. I believe they were doing the ultra VOD. Like, that's where the real fucking money is. Yeah. Because, I mean, I spent, what, 20 bucks to take two of us here today? I'm going to go home and probably spend 20 bucks to watch it on my fucking TV later with Jan. So, like, a lot more money than that. So, mm -hmm. it just, it, it sucks because it was supposed to be a trilogy originally. And yeah. It should have been, goddammit. I would have really loved to see where it went with it. Mm -hmm. Especially if it kept that, that sort of dark tone mm -hmm. with all three, that sort of horror-esque approach. Because I felt like, let's talk about that side of it because... You know, there, there is the superhero side and the horror side. How did you feel? Did, was there enough horror? Did you want more? No, I. It, it was perfect for what it was. Like, because the the horror aspect. I mean, aside from you know, obviously when like the nightmares start to come to life, is just the the setting. Like, it, it reminds me of you know shit like the others. Uh, oh yeah. You know, just where the environment is what's unsettling. Everything else is just like normal day-to-day -day shit, but there's always that background of what the fuck something could happen. So I, I loved it. I thought it was like the perfect blend. Uh, Hell yeah. 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 I, I, I guess the only part of the horror that bothered me was that they relied too heavily on CG. Yeah. The there's there's these monsters that are like smiling men that tormented and tortured the Rasputin girl. Uh, when she was a child and sort of shaped who she is now but it was all pure CGI and you noticed voiced by Brian Warner yeah but credited as Marilyn Manson <laughs> and having grown up a Manson fan I could not have told you that that was fucking Manson voicing the smiling men yeah like at all yeah um, but their entire bodies like if they just had contortionists or dancers do it in real time and then just CG the face. Fucking Doug Jones. You wouldn't even have to do anything. Throw some stilts on him. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't know. That's where it fell flat for me. But I only deducted a couple points from that because I really did enjoy it. Like we yeah. were we were laughing and commenting the whole time. Like it was we were the only two people yeah. in the theater. And here's the thing too, like the, if it's just me and one other person that I'm going to the theater with like, I will talk shit the whole fucking time. I will scream at this screen. Because it, you know, takes me back to being a child and having that experience, like, early matinees on Sunday and just, you know, you're shit talking. Because it's yeah. fun. This movie was so fucking riveting. I don't think there was much conversation. Every now and then it was it's like, comment. damn! Yeah. That was about it. <laughs> it was just emoting <laughs> the whole yes. time. Oh, goddamn. Everyone, boy. because we're perverts, every once in a while we'd slip into, like, an inappropriate comment and stuff, but... Yeah, you watch it and you'll understand. It, exactly. Like it was. 
I, I don't want to say it was inappropriate because it was relevant. Yeah, it was. Very yeah. relevant. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to go a little further down the road <laughs> and it just stopped at a certain point. Yeah. But it, it still eluded. You know, there was enough there that let you know that, no, we're on your side. <laughs> we're on the road. It's like, we're not watching. It's cool. Just do what you got to do. Yeah, like especially when she, uh, Maisie Williams' character, immediately walked into the um, uh, confession booth oh. and straight up just dropped the I masturbated twice today bomb. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Me too! This <laughs> <laughs> thought it was so badass. So good. So good. It just, it's real, you know? It's like a, I don't know. There's something believable about people just being honest mm -hmm. instead of just faking and lying um, for a role or a character. Um, I really did appreciate, I, I appreciated this film, I like a lot, I, much more than I expected. Oh yeah, same here, like, I, I figured I'd like it, because, I mean, it's a dark superhero movie, like, look yeah. at Venom, Venom was yeah. great, it, it was fun, it wasn't the best out of all of them, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, so I figured it'd be kind of on par with Venom. Yeah. I think I actually like this more. I definitely like this more than Venom. I think Venom was fun, mm -hmm. it, it just, it was, it missed a lot for me, mm -hmm. but this, it was all new. It didn't have to live up to a Spider-Man reputation mm -hmm. or a history of like tons of like popular comics. I, I know they have like a bunch of comics mm -hmm. on New Mutants, but I, they're not as prevalent as mm -hmm. everyone else's, you know, like X-Men and, and shit like that. So the expectation for an audience is much lower for something like this, especially when it's taken in a completely different way than you had like your first class or uh, the X-Men proper. Yeah. So I really, I don't know. I, I was just really surprised. What? So it got a rotten review of like 33% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was 33%. The audience was 50. IMDb gave it like 5.4? 5.6. 5 5.6 out yeah. of 10. Yeah, so, I really don't get it. So it, it really did not do well, not with audiences. It did mm -hmm. horribly with um, uh, professional reviewers. I in, I would recommend watching this. Yeah. To people. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you like, if you like X Men or you like, you know, sort of superhero movies, I think this is a nice version. It's different, and that's nice. That's that's good. But the problem with, and the reason why there's films like Winter Soldier that did so well is because it didn't take the typical superhero approach. Mm -hmm. It was a spy thriller. Yeah. You know, and so you had Logan, which was the old Western approach. And that, it, yeah. And you so just lovely. blew everything out of the water, and so it was just fantastic. This is the exact same vein as those where it yeah. takes a newer approach to existing material and it's entertaining and i dig it yeah so yeah what do you do you want to talk about ratings yeah uh so i give it 3.5 um it'd be four if it wasn't for the smiling men yeah. like yes they're fucking yeah. creepy and yes they're cool as shit like especially you know seeing all the fucking uh russian mafia tattoos like right that's right. cool as hell but it makes you me want cannot, to know. You cannot tell me that it was cheaper to create those with CG than to pay, like, two guys to fucking do it. For sure. There's no way in hell. Like, it had to have been a time constraint, like, uh, you know, pro uh, proper production time constraint. Yeah, and, the, like, another weird part about that is that, like, just look at Silent Hill. They had a room full of uh, creepy-ass nurses mm -hmm. that were doing some, like, crazy body maneuvers, and... You choreograph it, it works perfectly. Yeah. It doesn't take tons of money with CGI and time with CGI, which elevates your budget exponentially. Mm -hmm. And it did it really well. They could have done that exact yeah. same thing in this instance and done just as well, if not better, of a 
reaction from the audience. Absolutely. Because well, it was creepy. Yeah, it's like everything else that was like super heavily CG. It made sense. How the fuck else are you going to do that? Like the yeah. bear. Obvious. Yeah. And, and it was so much more realistic, it too. Was. Like, you and I, <laughs> you said the shit that I was thinking. Like, I, it, there's a part where the bear's trying to eat Maisie Williams. And then it stops for a second. You just want to, like, boop it snoop. <laughs> it's like, damn, like, the texture and shit was beautiful. Yeah. It looks like you could touch it. It'd be a wet, wet <laughs> nose. Yeah. It was awesome. I really appreciate that too. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think, um, I mean, we're fresh out of it and so I haven't really digested, I haven't processed the, the experience yet, but I think right now I'm gonna give it a three banana stickers. I, that might go up, it definitely won't go down because it's definitely a three for me. It was just a good time. It and was. when you're going to the films, in, especially right now, it's so rare to be able to go to see a you film in the theater you want it to be a good experience. And this was a really good experience. Mm -hmm. So net positive, definitely three banana stickers, maybe three and a half. Um, and we actually have banana stickers Lots to prove you. <laughs> So I, I, um, I don't know, is there anything else you wanted to say about New Mutants before we uh, kick it over to Mackenzie's? No, man, I think that pretty much covers it. Like it's, it's an excellent film. I, I definitely, like I said, I think I'm probably gonna end up watching it again tonight. Yeah. Like I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And the only thing that could have made this experience better is if it wasn't during the fucking you know, global pandemic. Yeah. Because this is definitely something that would have been excellent with an audience. Like, you know, Saturday night, opening weekend, everybody's sitting around with their fucking popcorn shits being thrown around, <laughs> screaming, jumping. Like that's what this movie was meant to be. Yeah. Why do you think it took so long for them to release it? Oh, well, I mean, it's just straight up budgetary, sh or not budgetary shit, but it's just the, uh, you know, changing the old guard, because it, it was originally a, a Fox production. Right. And then they were screwing the pooch, not pushing it out fast enough. And then Disney acquired Fox, and then Disney's like, well, this isn't our thing. It's already there, but eh, let's not push it out just yet. Because, I mean, it's the story of fucking hollywood like how it goes like yeah you know, executives change in about two years that's about their lifespan and then anything that's on the table just gets wiped away with their corpses it's this almost was that yeah well i'm glad they finally released it yeah. i'm glad we got a chance to watch it i would definitely recommend it to anyone else clearly it seems like you would too oh absolutely yeah fucking watch it all right i think it's time to get to the mckenzie's so um Anything new? Any new uh, horror that you're sinking your teeth into? I haven't watched anything. I've watched a lot of trailers. A lot of trailers. Uh, fuck, what was the last one you sent me? Oh! That, uh, I'd, I'd have to look at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, could you. I could probably do that. Um, yeah, I know. It, it just sucks because uh, like, there's not really too much coming out because yeah. obvious reasons. But a lot of trailers, like, let's see, we got um, Freaky coming out. Yeah, it looks <laughs> awesome. Like, that's... It's it, a mix it's between Freaky Friday and, um, uh, what was it, what was it called? Um, Happy Death Day or yeah, something? Yeah, that's straight up, that's exactly what it looks like. It's like, the, and not, not the original Freaky Friday, let's, let's be fair. So the original is okay. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan and, uh... Jamie Lee Curtis. That's what it's like. How dare you? Oh I my it. it's god! It's not good. No, no, it's not good. So I'm a I'm a Freaky Friday purist. All right. 
all the way. I love that. I own that film. I bought it on digital. I love that film. <laughs> it's good. It is. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm, I'm comparing it to the bad one. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. So that's, uh, yeah, it just looks fun as shit. And it's Vince Vaughn as a fucking Vince evil person. Vaughn. I mean, it's always good. Like, Vince Vaughn's excellent actor. So, so funny. Stoked about that. Um, trailer, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's fucking... Like, if you liked Happy Death Day or Happy Death Day to you, that's, that's probably what it's going to be like. Yeah. Which, like, if that's all Blumhouse ever puts out, <laughs> I'm 100% on board. I love that shit. Um, I've been sinking my teeth into the second season of Nosferatu. I just texted you yeah, last night about good. it. Um, I got one episode left, and it's it's really good. There, there's <laughs> individual episodes in the first and second season which are just phenomenal. Just really solid good. Um, and so it's definitely a series if you haven't checked it out. Both seasons are available on Shutter right now, so you can just sort of binge watch them. Um, and you'll want to. I'm also, uh, in the mornings when I run, I'm watching um, Babysitter 2. I, I, <laughs> you're the third person this week that has told me I need to watch that. It is like silly, ridiculous greatness of yeah. like just slapstick horror. If you just want a fuck, a fuck off movie, you know, while you're doing something else, it's great. It is so much fun. I'm, I'm having a blast watching it. Hell yeah. I, I need to check it out. Oh, and just dropped last night on Shutter at midnight. Holliston. It's a television show. It's a horror sitcom. Oh, really? Fucking hilarious. It's got, like, it's completely star-studded, like, all the fucking horror icons. Oh, shit. Like, everybody's in it. You got fucking Robert England. What? Kane Hodder. And Kane Hodder plays a big role, especially in the second season. Like, he's... A reoccurring character. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, fucking Tony Todd, Sid Hay. Oh my god! Like it's a horror nerd's wet dream, and yeah, full seasons are on Shutter, right? Uh, just dropped last night. Yeah, that's. So I should have been in bed at one because I was done <laughs> brewing about one. Yeah, I went to bed a little after two because. Of it. <laughs> right, Which is funny because I own them. I own them on Blu-ray. Oh really? But still, the fact <laughs> that it dropped on Shutter, I'm like, oh, what? Well, just put it on my phone wall. I'm fucking doing this shit. Hell yeah. Um, Candyman unfortunately was pushed back mm -hmm. to next year because this thing is still happening. I mean, that's life. Yeah. As soon as it drops, it's going to be a bomb. So, like in a good way, it's going to explode in wonderful hopefully, horror. Hopefully, hopefully. It's got to. It's if it doesn't, I'm just gonna dig a grave and lay down because there's nothing left for me like i'm i've got so much hope in this film i just want to see it so goddamn bad it's it's like they're they're just building anticipation yeah and that, that's the hard thing i think that's going to be one of the hardest parts about movies like after all this shit yeah um because like this i honestly i think that's a lot of what killed this movie was the fact that this shit started in 2017 Yep. We've all known about it since 2017. So expectations just were way too fucking high for it. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, yeah. man. Um, all right, is there anything else you wanted to talk about horror-wise? No, nah, I think that about covers it. Just a lot of fucking trailers coming out, nothing real coming out anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, well, enjoy the trailers, people. And there's always streaming services like Hulu's doing great things with Into the Dark. Shudder's great with literally everything else. Literally Netflix everything. is touch and go with their horror films, but nothing new, nothing original, no. nothing really spectacular. No, and it's usually just garbage, foreign horror. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It's great background noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, no one replied to our last 
contest. <laughs> and we actually have stickers now. I actually yeah, forgot to bring them. Stickers. I'm sorry. Oh, God damn it. I was so looking forward to I'm that. I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> I'll get them over to you. Um, so we've got, uh, we've got stickers for you. What do you think the contest should be this week? I think it should be name all the fucking superheroes that are actually in this movie because I don't remember right. a single fucking name. That's a really good, because I don't know any of them <laughs> at all. So yeah, if you can name all the superheroes that are in New Mutants, it's not a big list. So no. don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. We're going to give you a sticker pack and maybe something extra. So uh, put it in the comments of the video below. And uh, I guess that's it, right? That's it. All right, people. Until next time, hail Satan. Hail Satan.